Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, where the Stodra replaces REM cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. We haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck, where we unfortunately have to acknowledge episodes like the one we discussed today. An episode that belonged right in the dumpster outside Hamburger Hippo. And a villain who was a one-shot who got one episode too many. What episode are we talking about, Ange? Because I already feel my soul leaving my body. Getting antsy! <laughs> so before we dive into this dumpster, uh, I don't, why don't you give the folks some updates, my friend? Okay, yes. So I have DuckTales art book related updates. In our last episode, I mentioned the DuckTales art book, and I said that they did a live Twitch Q&A, and I was hoping the recording would go up somewhere, and it did go up. I was not completely correct. I said uh, possibly the <clears throat> Disney TVA YouTube channel. This is incorrect. The Q&A went up a few days ago, and you can find it on YouTube at Gallery Nucleus. They have their oh, own. Oh, so it's like the official. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's an official one. So I'll put a direct link to the panel in the links for this episode. But if you also just want to go and find it yourself, pretty much all you have to do is go to YouTube and type in Gallery Nucleus and DuckTales panel, and it'll pop up immediately. It was a lot of fun. It was about an hour and 30 minutes long. I watched it. Uh, they had... Frank Angoni's, of course, Matt Youngberg. They had a whole bunch of people that worked on the show, and it was just, it was very delightful. Uh, a lot of positive energy and them recounting, you know, funny stories and such things like that. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. If you missed out on the original Q&A, you can now go see it. It is preserved forever on YouTube. Get to it in your own time. I have not watched it. But I did get the Ange bullet points, and it was uh, delightful. <laughs> yeah, and it seems uh, like a pretty neat book. It seems very big. I did not buy it, uh, but I know several people who have. And, um, I mean, I asked, I request specifically for people to send me Gladstone stuff. I haven't seen, haven't seen anything. But that's fine. That's fine. We're just talking about betrayals today. <laughs> so this is, this is on brand. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then there's that, and then there's been a whole bunch of new covers and stuff for the Darkwing comic that's pending. I mean, at this point, it's like less than a month away, isn't it? January 4th, so as of recording it, uh, this, it's December 1st. By the time this episode goes up, it will be approximately, or s close to, a month away. It's looking pretty promising. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Lots of different covers and even just like the little blurbs that you've been sharing with me and have been all, all seem like they're trending in the right direction. Yeah, so oh. we, we know at least what two of the issues are about because they have the first issue with Megavolt and then they revealed the second issue is going to be a Quackerjack related escapade, which makes me wonder if the next one is one of the other Fearsome Five. I wonder if it's leading up to a Fearsome Five reveal. But I know that the main story has foul, like the title of the arc has foul in it. So who knows where it's going to go? Yeah. And I mean, it would make sense to inter like, but it also, I feel like it would do it justice, do the characters justice themselves to have each 
like one issue dedicated to one villain is rather than just kind of just being like here they all are you know who they are it's like yeah, introduce reintroduce them like basically a proverbial cup of coffee how you been doing megavolt what have you been doing since the <laughs> last time we saw you oh you stole more light bulbs why are we not surprised yeah. but yeah the, it's looking pretty promising. Yeah. Except for some some of the alternate covers, but we won't go into that because <laughs> I'm a bit of a snob. <clears throat> As I'm sure y'all know, judging by my thoughts on the, the comics in general. Well, I have but, to say, yeah. talking to other people, I've noticed that people who are diehard fans or just, you know, regular fans who kept up with Darkwing Duck don't seem super wild about the covers and people who aren't super familiar with Darkwing seem to like the covers and I think it's just because they're not accurate to his design they're very stylized mm -hmm. so people who probably you know don't obsessively memorize Darkwing Duck model sheets like I do for I mean <laughs> and people who probably don't listen to Darkwing Duck podcasts so I don't yeah. know if we have any of you <laughs> here. I'm just going to say one thing. Just look for the, the, episode, the issue two with the noodle arms and you'll know what I'm talking about. I feel like you could probably even just Google Darkwing Duck noodle arms and it would show up. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's all I'm going to just, that's the last I'll say about it. Yes. The inside art looks pretty clean though. So we'll, we'll see. Yes. A preview panel somewhere of like the thunder quack, like, it's like in in mid crash and it looks spectacular. So the inside art looks pretty incredible. So yes. Yeah, so the final verdict will come in when the comic drops, and then we can do a little review where I will probably read it to you, <laughs> like last Please. time. And that's uh, a bedtime story. I'll lay in my I'll lay in bed. I'll tucked in, nestled in, hugging my quackerware, and you can read me a bedtime story. And. I saw that the writer did an interview and she said that her favorite character is Morgana and we're going to see a lot of her and I'm very excited. <laughs> yes, you can't see me, but I'm wringing my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing my palms together. Let's do this. On to the subject no! of not Let's so favorite. <laughs> Let's talk about this stuff instead. I see you're Isn't dragging this. Wonderful. <laughs> you're dragging this out. You're trying to delay the pain of this episode that we are about oh. to discuss. So I did kind of think to myself that maybe I should watch this one and kind of remember as I, you know, like what my memory was of this episode, like I did with the Derek Blunt one. Then I just was like, no, it's going to be bad. I'm not even going to. And you know what? I was not wrong. Uh, so if you would, I, I'm going to say right now. So Disney Plus, what you want to do instead of watching this episode is watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special because it was delightful. Yeah. And we can end podcast right here. <laughs> uh, let's. <laughs> We're going to do All this. Right. Let's rip uh, the band-aid off. All right. So it's season one, episode two. It's getting antsy, and the blurb is Darkwing and Goslin discover Dr. Lulliput's hideout. They spelt his name wrong, which is what he deserves. <laughs> That's not even an accurate description, but maybe they I, I maybe mean, they couldn't sit through it either, so. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, whatever, there's ants. Get on with it. But for the contents of this episode, it does have a pretty neat opening. It's like an aerial shot of St. Canard 
the Darkwing is accomplishing, like narrating his accomplishments of the evening in like Batman style, chilling out with a gargoyle. Six burglars, nine car thieves, 21 muggers, 11 kidnappers, five international terrorists, and a voodoo king with an army of zombies. Oh, boy, for such a slow night, I sure am pooped. And just right out the bat, oof, oof. He looks awful in this episode. Yeah, the animation when... is very oh. off-model, the style. Yeah, it's super awkward. It looks like all the, the really weird art that they put on merch. <laughs> like, if you, like, 5,000 awkward Darkwing, Darkwing shirts, they all probably came from this episode. <laughs> <clears throat> and I know that it's episode two on Disney+, Plus, but I feel like it has to be early in the production order. Because I don't think that I've ever seen an episode that looked this ugly. Really wonky looking. I don't know which studio did this one. I'd have to look it up. It was drawn by ants. <laughs> it was drawn by the ants. <laughs> they needed like five ants per paintbrush. But anyway, so yeah, Darkwing looks really weird. And Launchpad, like they're up on this building and Launchpad just is there suddenly and starts talking about how hungry he is. And then Darkwing begrudgingly agrees to allow the man to eat a meal. <laughs> As a building vanishes behind him, and then I was like, "Oh, of course he's not." I was—I'm just gonna say my salt level going into this episode was enough that you could float. It was just like the Dead Sea. I was a personification of the Dead Sea. I didn't even take very good notes, um, but I was like, "Oh," and then he's just gonna walk away. And nobody's even gonna notice, but he does. He comes back, and he's like, "Wait, wasn't there a, a well, whatever?" And he walks off. It was kind of like ho ho. Uh, but, of course, where do they go for dinner? The best part of the episode, the highlight of every episode, except for the Herb Muddlefoot stuff, is Hamburger Hippo. Because I love Hamburger Hippo. Hamburger Hippo. I love it. I love this chain so much. And it's just kind of like it makes you wonder, like, in... So this is the 90s. And you know that Hamburger Hippo probably got, like, most of the chain got shut down for, like, health code violations. <laughs> and then there's just, like, these weird abandoned hippos all over the place. Like, you're driving down the interstate and then all of a sudden there's an abandoned hippo that they tried to turn into a bank or something. And that's where my brain goes. It disassociates into the what what the buildings are repurposed as instead of focusing on the rest of this episode. So anyway, we had a Hamburger Hippo. The guy working there. Also has a tiny hippo hat, which is adorable. And um, he thinks that Darkwing is a robber and is just basically like, oh yeah, just take all the money. Don't shoot, the cash is in the register. <laughs> Don't let the mask fool you. I am Darkwing Duck, protector of the innocent, defender of... You're not a robber. Correct, I am not a robber. You're just some weirdo in a mask. Correct, I am just some weirdo in a mask. Hey! You gonna order? But I'm... Uh, I'll have two cheese food product burgers with fries, one hippo shake, and an apple-flavored pie substitute. Uh, how about you, DW? A new sidekick, perhaps? Funny. Um, and Launchpad orders a concerningly self-aware variety of blatantly not real food. Like, it's... Every other thing he says is like artificial or like it's just a really weird kids fast food is bad for you. I was like, well, then don't put it in a giant hippo, okay? Because it's going to make us want it 30 years later. <laughs> he orders all this. He orders a lot of food and it's handed over instantly. Like he gets the words out in a 
bag is handed to him rotting behind the counter and he just picked right, it up i mean like we it. saw the the fast food slave like flipping flipping the burgers and stuff so and i mean they were the only ones there so maybe hamburger hippo was already already in the decline of of capitalism but i don't know so he he gets his food and then instantly leaves darkwing with the bill and then he, he says that he has to take off his lucky scarf hmm. eat which is never been mentioned before nor after i think no because we've definitely seen Lodgepad eat pretty much an entire nathan's hot dog eating contest of things in his quote unquote lucky scarf also is the lucky scarf the only thing that keeps Launchpad alive well I, w- I wouldn't put it past him i mean the scarf was off for a while and he lived so hard to say but this episode did happen to him how lucky was he really <laughs> yeah so he has to take his lucky scarf off to eat and he drapes it over one of the tooth stools next to him because hamburger hippo is a themed restaurant and it is amazing and then i guess they eat or he eats because the next thing we see is them driving around the city in the ratchet catcher as darkwing starts dreaming aloud about his bed which is probably the most relatable thing in this show uh, but of course, Launchpad has forgotten his lucky scarf behind. So they have to zip back to the, the restaurant, but dun dun dun, the building is gone. A very weird imprint. In the yes, literally, an imprint of where a majestic hippo once sat. <laughs> and Launchpad assumes that Bad Sales closed it, but Darkwing says that it is a crime. And uh, Launchpad then says, I'll say this was my favorite place. There's a lot of, like, womp, womp, womps in this one. So as they're lamenting the fact that this restaurant is gone, the fast food worker, who I was immediately like, oh, this guy's probably dead. But he wasn't. He comes up. He's still got his little hat, which is great. His hat actually reminds me, little segue here. Do you know the, um, I think they probably sell them outside of Disney parks now, but, like, at Disney parks you could buy the goofy hat with the teeth hanging down from the bill. Okay, yes. That's what the hamburger hippo hat kind of looks like. Or the the, the kind-hearted and gentle souls who don't want to watch this monstrosity. Oh yeah, so he's wearing his little hamburger hippo hat and he tells them the vi- building just vanished. And when he when, when asked about who did it, he throws himself into a dumpster. <laughs> Basically rather than answer them and that's literally where the rest of the episode belongs and darkwing kind of jumps on the dumpster and talks not really to him but just to the world in general and as he's done like you know narrating his day or whatever he just slams the dumpster shut on this man (laughs) he just locks him in the dumpster and um that seems a little unfair classic darkwing classic um, and, and also classic Darkwing uh, mode also proclaims how he'll solve the mystery and he'll never miss a clue as a giant cluster of buildings vanish behind him, which he, of course, does not notice. A giant flag but, situation. Exactly. Only, again, like, I'm sure, I'm sure this episode isn't that bad, but this episode, just like, if if I ever do something truly terrible where I need to be in prison, just tie me to a chair and make me watch this episode over and over and over again and 
it'll be more effective than any torture in the world. So what you're saying <clears throat> is when your birthday rolls around, I can send you stuff related to this episode in the mail. You can send me Lilliputs, because, but I will not have the good grace to keep them like you do. I will immediately just throw them away. Um, <laughs> Ange's birthday was recently, and um, myself and Nem, who was one of our guests on the um, on the podcast, she was on the Family Feud, Family Fandom Feud episode. We sent her a picture. Uh, there's a picture that she truly hates. Negative. So we we had it printed on a mug and sent it to her. Um, so that's fine. You can send me a little puts. I I will not even open the box. I'll just throw it away. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, as Dar- Darkwing is not noticing that buildings are being vanished, Launchpad is also not noticing that buildings are vanishing because he is digging through the sidecar of uh, the rat catcher, trying to find the extra burger. He bought, and it seemed like he if he throws it out of the sidecar in his mad search for it, and it seemingly gets up and walks away, but is not because it's being carried by ants. And Darkwing calls him a booby, because why not? He's a booby. Um, he's a booby. And a launchpad tries to physically uh, get his burger back, his boyga, back from the ants, and the ants just kind of hand him his ass he gets dragged all around he gets slammed on the ground and Darkwing tells him not to feel bad because ants are hella strong and Launchpad remains furious with the natural world and pouts about it. To be fair I'd and also that- be mad if ants stole my burger. Especially if you think that your favorite food chain has just closed down. It was your one saving grace. It's like the people who like wait for the McDonald's McRib like all year long and then some ants take it. The Szechuan sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the BTS craze. All those kinds of things. There's a BTS craze at McDonald's? Well, there was. Because, you know, there was like a, a snippet of... I think it was just during the pandemic. I hope it was just during the pandemic. Or it was like celebrities or whoever would make their McDonald's meal. And they like the, the VTS guys had like a special dipping sauce or something like that. Why would they more. have, did McDonald's not learn their lesson after Rick and Morty? You are expecting capitalism to learn le- like lessons other than money is good. That's fair. That's true. R.I.P. this one particular hamburger hippo. And then I guess Lola put shows up because in my notes it just says this fucking guy <laughs> i can fill you in is because the ants carry the burger over to lily put and then he yells at them because i guess he wanted more buildings and they stopped for a hamburger so he throws a little fit what are you trying to do lead darkwing back right to me oh, 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 oh. I invented this headgear so I could talk to you. But do you listen? Uh-uh. No. All you ever do is just munch, 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 munch! Of course you can keep your burger! <laughs> Onto the truck! Double time! Now let's hope that Darkwing Ducky doesn't pick up our trail, because we've got lots of shopping to do. Oh, I wrote. This guy is screaming at ants, and his eyes are soulless. He should crash his truck and get out of my life. (laughs) You really hate him. He zaps shit and uh, make up for his Napoleon complex. And his ants wish he was dead. (laughs) 
he was hot and cold with those ants. He'd yell at them and treat them like, you know, minions. And then he'd apologize and be like, I'm so sorry, you, you little guys. You're working as hard as you can. Yeah, he was very gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> Except for the girl boss part. He was he was only an ant boss. Yeah. And I feel like he's doing an impression of somebody, but I just did not care to try to figure it out. The it, sooner I could get through this episode, the better. It made me think of like a constipated Roger Rabbit. Is the only way I could describe <laughs> he it. He was. He was very Roger Rabbit. I did think that at some point, which is a crime because I love Roger Rabbit, but I do not love Lilliput. He's just ugh. And he's got like a singular buck tooth in the center of his mouth. Not two. Like Quacker Jack has like normal like you you have two front teeth. Lilliput is an abomination <laughs> that just has one central front tooth that is bucked. There's also a lot of teeth in this episode. Darkwing at one point had a really nasty mouth full of teeth. I didn't appreciate this episode. So continuing on, his aunt's wish he was dead. Uh, Launchpad and Darkwing finally get to go home and are passed out in the living room, snoring the next morning, uh, still in costume. And Goslin decides to play golf, like through the house. The golf ball lands on Drake's mouth. Andre, like I think it does his lips where she puts it there it's right, at, right on his puckered up lips and she's gonna play it where it lands and Honker is playing caddy he should know better he should object but no he's just playing caddy and she's about to smack the and she like it's really it's just one settling because she's so off model like she's like really small and then she's really big and then she's really anyway so she's about to smack the golf ball off his face have I ever told you the story of the little girl, the golf club, and the firing squad? Well, please, I just want a little sleep. Did you forget? I never forget. But, just out of curiosity, which of the many things I haven't forgotten are you referring to? The one where you take me and Hopper to Goonie Golf. I was afraid it was that one. Um, Goslin. You're not trying to weasel out of this one, are you? Actually, yes. Okay, fine. It's just that I'm so tired. No, it's fine. We'll just play inside today. That might be I the guess. funniest line in the whole episode. <laughs> really? It, it's because he's saying it with the golf ball still on his lips. <laughs> so he's kind of like growling it. Which is pretty funny, but it's also like he's threatening to murder his child. But regardless. So he says that to her, and he tries to go back to sleep. And she reminds him that he promised to take her and Honker to Goonie Golf. And she's say as she's telling him this, she's standing on, like, their coffee table. And it's a weird, like, back angle of her. And she looks horrifying. Like, truly terrifying like this is the first time these animators has ever tried to draw a duck it's just it's bad it's just bad <sighs> this had to have been one of the early episodes because they learned how to do ducks pretty quickly i feel like she everything in this episode was just bad so anyway she tells she says to dark when you're not trying to weasel your way out of this one he says actually yes this part was pretty funny. The delivery of these lines. Like, if I closed my eyes instead of watching this episode, this delivery was very good. She's like, you're not trying to weasel your way out of this. 
And he's like, actually, yes, I am. And he leans back and she's like, it's fine. And he just starts talking and she's like, it's fine. <laughs> totally. Like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. And then she's just like, well, we'll just get to play inside today and hits a golf ball off the fruit bowl on the table. The eternal fruit bowl on the mallard coffee table. And the ball chews through the house like it's a machine gun. And it just, like, makes Swiss cheese out of Darkwing's hat. <laughs> and then Goslin and Darkwing have, like, a stare-off? Yes. As to who's going to win this fight. And Goslin wins, obviously. And Goslin's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Goody Golf, Honker. And Honker just, like, peeks out from behind the couch like a little troll, super delighted <laughs> by the fact that they're going to go... Goonie golf. I think Hunker says like three things in this episode. Yeah, he's just he's just kind of there. I did like the Goslin and Drake slash Darkwing exchanges in this because you you see it only a few times, but I feel like this is commentary by maybe the writers or people who are parents, where you know you love your kids so much that you kind of give in. And Drake, when it comes to Goslin, when she really wants something. He tends to cave. Yeah, I don't really want to like highlight this episode as anything positive, but when she does shoot, like you know, hit the golf ball and it chews up his hat, he's holding his hat hat up and it's just torn to shreds. He's like, there are days where parenting seems more difficult than being a hero or something like that. And I'm like, that's the show. That's the show in a nutshell. That's the message of Darkwing Duck. I was like, I hate that you're in this episode, but that's it this episode so we're gonna move on uh honker is delighted by this all he doesn't say anything but you can tell he's very happy that they're gonna go play golf um as they get to the mini golf place launchpad points out one of the missing monuments and darkwing dismisses it because of course he does and then lilliput shows back up i can tell because there's gonna be a lot of comic guy in this episode by the way this <laughs> asshole runs the mini golf place with his stupid eyebrows and they pay the troll the admission and a hot dog for admission and a hot dog, which the ants immediately start to steal. And this big footed jackass, like it takes it away from the ants and dusts them off. And I, I guess gives it back to launch pod and then just sets, sends them on their way. And everybody's just like, Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. Launchpad, I, I guess it makes sense. He'll eat anything. I mean, he ate those slime covered fries and slime Dead. okay you're okay so apparently a couple ants touching his food is not an issue i mean i guess the last time the ants didn't share it with him somebody at least reclaimed it and gave it to him so he probably scarfed it down not lucky scarfed it down but scarfed it down and then we just find out that everybody sucks at mini golf with one exception but everything that gauze tries to hit ends up in drake's mouth somehow <laughs> She shoots, like, the golf ball, the entire golf club. It's just a oh, comedy. But Honker is trying to science his way to the top of the scoreboard or just disassociating via graph paper, and I envy him. Drake tells him, like, oh, it's golf, not rocket science or whatever. And then Honker clobbers the ball, and it zooms into the atmosphere. But naturally, it hits Drake on its way back down. And rolls off his bill, giving the little champ a hole in one. And then Launchpad tells Drake to sleep it off. 
while he commits property damage with the children. Drake is like, no, 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 but okay, I guess. <laughs> and starts to fall asleep behind one of the mini golf things. Then he just starts rolling downhill <laughs> in his sleep. <sighs> okay. And then he hits the mini hamburger hippo as and wakes him up. And then he finds Launchpad's tiny lucky scarf. And then he says, oh, this is a job for... Jumps behind a tree and comes back as Williams Drakespeare. That was very random. Like, yeah, this episode tried a lot of things. Um, and he's like dressed like William Shakespeare with like the neck ruff and the whole thing. And he's like, oh, wrong costume. And then he jumps back behind the tree and comes back as Darkwing. And then just a disembodied hand shoots him from behind a tree. And uh, yeah, so then we go into Honey, I Shrunk the Kids territory. Mm-hmm. As he immediately is like, oh, well, everything is really big here. There's a giant snail that roars at him. Yes. So watch out for snails that are actually lions. He tries to pinch himself awake, but alas, the nightmare is real. And he runs to Hamburger Hippo to hide, where he is surrounded by ants. And one of the ants is dressed like the hamburger hippo employee who threw himself in the trash. So that's pretty funny. It's the ant first. And, they um, all have their own ant equivalents. They do. See? Darkwing under the ant first. We get the, uh, I am the terror that flops in the night. And then he notices that he's surrounded by ants that are much bigger than him. And he says, I am the smallest, weakest thing in the whole place. And I am also out of here and runs off. So he runs away and tries to pull himself together and almost gets crushed by Goslin's giant sneaker. He tries to get her attention, but he's too small. And then Launchpad gets super creepy with his golf ball. <laughs> he's like, what's a nice ball like you doing in a place like this? As uh, Darkwing rages at them and tries to get Launchpad's attention by climbing on his ball. Which then, of course, gets hit because it's a golf ball, Darkwing. And then he just flies across the mini golf course and smashes into a lighthouse. And then the godless heathen Lilliput is making his new hole on the golf course. And I guess once Darkwing is a part of his shit. And he gives all the ants race doom buggies, which I guess he just had in his pocket. Just carries them around Darkwing. in his pocket for fun. Yeah. Darkwing is trying to get back over to launch pad by like floating around on his cape. And Launchpad thinks he's a fly and swats him, so he goes flying again. And the ants zoom up on him in their doom buggies. He makes them crash while proclaiming that size is an important sure. And he pole vaults into a castle and steals a buggy and zips off. Start playing chicken with some ants and having a whole bunch of speed racer hijinks. And he even jumps off a dinosaur. But then he crashes into one of the mini buildings and like crashes his way all down, you know, like one of those still shots where you hear the Jim Cummings being like falling down every single floor and he rolls out the front door. I feel like a good chunk of this episode was just action scenes with Darkwing being thrown back and forth. Yeah, literally, he gets hit every five seconds. There's a lot of things that happen in this episode that I'm like, what? We didn't need to do this. Like starting from the very opening to the end just it didn't need to happen 
But yeah, he, he gets to the bottom of this building and then just immediately starts complaining and like whining. And then some ants show up and they break into a vault on like in this mini building, which I guess this skyscraper was also a bank. So they like, break in and they start stealing all this money. But what you should actually be watching instead of this episode, there's a show on Apple TV called Severance. It's actually very good. It's very cerebral. <laughs> and Adam Scott is in it. Patricia Arquette. It's a very good show. And, um, oh, sorry. I'm just trying to protect myself here. So they steal all the money out of this tiny, very, very, very tiny vault. Darkwing disguises himself as an ant. He puts a, like a like unbent clothes hanger on his head and hitches a ride with these ants back to uh, Lilliput's quote-unquote hideout where this moron is giggling to himself. They blast the money with his shrink ray, making it big. And to his credit, though, he does see through Darkwing's disguise immediately. But the, to not his credit, to his detriment, to his absolute I hate this man... He calls him Darkwing Ducky every single time. I did not like that. I did not like that. <laughs> Darkwing Ducky. Every time. And uh, he tries to squish him, but uh, he winds up pummeled with balls instead. Darkwing gets away and tries to find his, uh, finds his way back to his buds, finally getting everybody's, uh, everybody's attention by squashing himself on Hogger's glasses. And uh, they get everybody on the same page that he's been shrunk uh, in his best Chippendale high-pitched voice. And they head back to nature's least favorite son, who is counting his money. And Launchpad is, I guess, stoned because he thinks this creature is cute. And that his little antenna things is really cute. <laughs> and then um, the ants bring Ola put his gun. And Launchpad golf balls him. And he summons a sea of ants, basically, that then are able to manifest physical forms and, like, try to fight people off. Uh, sure. And then, um, Darkwing gets whacked into, uh, his little helmet thing. And he dives down Lilliput's collar. Mm -hmm. And then Lilliput starts laughing. And giggling because he's being tickled, and then he bites him. Yes. <laughs> like, do we? Should we leave you two alone? Darkwing and just then he's going full throttle. But you know what? Too, because so it's okay. So he's on Lilliput's head with like the little doodle bobs, and then he jumps. He dives down Lilliput's collar, but then he like does whatever unspeakable acts, and then jumps up the other side of his collar back onto Lilliput's head and is somehow has this magical knowledge that Lilliput's headgear lets him control slash talk to the ants. Did he have that, like, tattooed on his ass or something? And, like, Darkwing was like, let me take a bite out of this. Oh! The headgear. That's the theory. I don't know. We can, we're gonna go with that. That's the theory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless he, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Darkwing um, gets, he's like, I'm gonna destroy his headgear or whatever. And then Darkwing gets smacked back down to the ground, because that's Darkwing's role in this episode. And Lilliput shrinks him down to, like, the size of a germ. And Goslin suddenly has a, a brilliant idea to shake up some soda cans and wash away all the ants. 
And then um, Lilith put says that she shrunk Darkwing down to germ size. But then, of course, he starts sneezing because Darkwing is a germ. And uh, he has the Darkwing flu, I suppose. And then Goslin gets the shrink ray and blasts Lilliput's, like, sneeze. And Darkwing is in it with uh, two of the, the finest men that I've ever seen. <laughs> they're two smiling booger men. <laughs> and now they're, like, human size. And their name are Blob and Ray, true MVPs. And uh, Lilliput starts to threaten them again, but Darkwing disarms him. And then we just, that's it. That's the end of him. And then we head back to Avian Way, where Darkwing is talking about how he finally gets to rest. But it's because he's sick. And they're all, they have like the green face with the, the red polka dots on them. Um, because apparently Darkwing was contagious. Everyone is sick, including Blob and Ray. Darkwing and, is uh, one powerful germ. My goodness. He truly is. And that's it. And there I watched it. Let's never talk about it again. <laughs> Give us a rating. Give us your rating, Kitty. Uh, it's going to be negative five ants out of five. There was the only muddlefoot in this episode really just, I think, maybe said two things. So it's bad. I just hate Lilliput so much. I hate him so much. And um, it's just was the animation was bad story was stupid it really just felt like a crappy episode of like a honey i shrunk the kids animated show it was not satisfying it just makes me angry and that is why it was your throw it in the dumpster episode and that's where it belongs it belongs in there with the hamburger hippo employee we didn't even see like the buildings get back yeah they kind of forgot about that part of the plot it was just a, it was just a hook I didn't follow through. So what's your rating on this episode, Ange? I don't hate it as much as you do. I give it like a two out of five. To me, it's just kind of a meh. Like it's not, uh, I don't like Lilliput either. I find him, it's it's his voice and mm -hmm. his mannerisms just annoy me. Like he feels like he's supposed to be some kind of little, I don't know, little clown man. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> so yeah, he, I, I don't like him. Uh, like you said, the animation was very off, like the characters were very off model, but other than that, like there's nothing about it in particular that I hate with a fiery passion. I, I did like, I, like I said, I liked a lot of the exchanges between Darkwing and Goslin specifically. I thought they were fine. So it gets a two for that reason. And because there's, there's other episodes that I hate much more than this one, so. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is your your negaduck picture moment. This is well. This is my slime. Okay, you're okay. Yes. Which I think upsets you more. Than that was. I'm pretty sure that was my throw it in the dumpster episode. Was it was. Yeah. So this was mine. We've cut like, I had a lot of time to prepare for this episode, and I still was not prepared. <laughs> so yeah, don't like it. That's my general my general feeling on this. Is, no, sir, I don't like it. And it's like, I guess the only thing that's kind of clever about this character is that his name is Lilliput. That's related to Gulliver's travels, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Lilliputians were the, the small people. But that's the extent of it. And uh, the ants probably should have run the show. Like, if it was this episode about, like, ants and if, like, the ant king 
had like a crown that would let him control all the other ants, it would have been different. Like if it if you just took him out of it, I probably wouldn't hate it as much. He's just he's just he gets me. I don't like him. I don't like him. I want him to explode. Don't don't care for him. He is the anti herb muddlefoot for me. Thank you for bearing your soul for all of us today. You're welcome. <sighs> um, please put a comic guy over every single last bit of this. Uh, so let's get on down here because I feel like our randomizing wheel is we filled with good episodes. Well, isn't there only two or three episodes there's, left? There's on- three left, man. Okay. So. Two of them, I think, are pretty good. Uh, one of them, I, I'm sure, is good. So let's spin it and see where destiny takes us. And somehow it's going to be getting antsy again. <laughs> oh, nice. Next week, we will be discussing Jailbird. I had a feeling it was going to be that one. I, I mean, to be fair, there's only three episodes left, so there was a one in three <laughs> chance probability that True. I would guess correctly. But I had been thinking about that episode and that it was still on the wheel and was thinking, I hope Jailbird pops up soon because I do like that yes. episode. It's a good one. It's a salve after this monstrosity. So next time we shall be discussing Jailbird, uh, which Lilliput is not in at all. So it's already a golden episode, and it has the whole the whole gang, the boys, the, the boys. Next time we'll be talking about the boys, and uh, you'll be listening to us talking about the boys. We appreciate that uh, very much, your friends and listeners. And until then, always remember to never let an ant hold your burger, and that crime doesn't sleep. Neither do we. Have a wonderful evening, not filled with ants. Ha, 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 ha.